This is a Monty moment. I'm Johnny Montabano. College football fans, we're, we've made it. We waited well over 200 days to watch a meaningful game, and we finally are going to get our wish this Saturday. An all-day run of seven games starting mid-afternoon up in Dublin, Ireland, ending uh, late night on the East Coast in Louisiana, and a little bit of everything in between. And if you're a real diehard college fan, you've even got a uh, FCS kickoff game happening at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, and you've also got a MEAC SWAC challenge game happening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. But nice little appetizer to get you ready for the college football season. we got seven games on the slate. A couple of ranked teams in there, including Notre Dame, which is going to be the very first game of the season happening at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, and we will pick that game. We've also got USC, who, if you watched my Monty moment a uh, couple of uh, moments ago, I told you that I think USC is going to be one of the four teams in the college football playoff, breaking the Pac-12 slump of uh, conference teams not being in the the playoff. They've not had one in the college football playoff since 2016. I think that's going to change this year, and they start start this week too. So, you know, it's interesting because it's kind of tough to pick in week zero because you don't don't see much of these teams outside of their spring games if you really focused in on that. But I looked through the slate. And I tried to pick three games that one which was a, a real challenge to me, one that's got a very interesting storyline in a team making its FBS debut, and one that's got a very good group of five matchup uh, at night. So let's see if we can give you some winners here to start this year. We're going to pick three games. Usually that's going to be our plan here with the college football picks is to pick three every week. Now there's a week where there's a, there could be weeks that there are exceptions to that, especially if it's a crazy week. But I'm going to give you three out of seven to get things going and try and get you some winners here as well. So let's do this thing for week zero in college football. And I am going to go to Notre Dame at the start here uh, at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. This game's going to happen up in Dublin, Ireland on NBC between the Navy Shipman and 13th ranked Notre Dame. And the Fighting Irish come in as a 21-point favorite in this matchup. Now, some books have it at 20 and a half. The book that we're going to use is 21 here. And the history in this matchup, when you look at it, Notre Dame's taking 10 out of the last 11 in this series that dates back all the way to 1927. The midshipmen, though, took a one-point victory against them in the 2016 season. And you look at the Fighting Irish, quarterback situation, a bit of a shakeup for Marcus Freeman in his second year as head coach of the Irish with Tyler Buchner and Drew Pine transferring out. But I got to tell you, the, one of the best pivots of, of that option in the transfer portals when they got in when they got Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman, who has almost 13,000 career passing yards, 110 touchdown passes in his five years of experience. And taking this from a betting perspective, and of course we, we tell you folks to bet responsibly, I got to tell you if, you, if I was betting this game for real, I wouldn't touch this game because this is such a tricky one to do because Notre Dame's laying a lot of points in this one. But when I looked at the trends for this matchup, they would tell you that to me, they would tell you to take Navy plus the points. And what are those trends? Well, Notre Dame, which I'm just full disclosure, I am a huge Notre Dame Fighting Irish fan. But Notre Dame was flat in a couple early spots last year. Navy always known to how to know, always knows, always is known for running the ball. And they have a quarterback who is a limited passer. And also the new clock rules in college football this year, they might benefit more of a running team because. The clock's going to continue to run. Of course, if you get a first down, unless you're inside of the the two-minute warning in the second and fourth quarter, clock's not going to temporarily stop on those first downs this year. So also the midshipmen are 6-0 against the spread in the past two seasons when they've been listed as an underdog of 10.5 to 20.5. And And I understand some books have it at 20.5, some have it as 21. But under new head coach Brian Newberry there for Navy, 
they're not going to solely rely on the triple option this year. And I think you're going to see more of an aggressive passing attack. But the Irish had a year on the Marcus Freeman, and I like the prospects under with um, with Sam Hartman under center here. You know, they got Jaden Thomas, Tobias Merriweather. They have the tools to be top benefactors in the receiving core after the addition of Hartman. It's a nice blend of transfers on defense for, for the Irish and some returning talent. You know, the pass rush, I think, for them is going to be solid as well. They've got safeties who got who also got some solid help. But Navy, on the other, on the other hand, is undergoing a seismic coaching shift, and it'll be interesting to see how they fare under a new voice. I tell you, this is such a tough matchup, and I think because of all the trans, also because of all the transferring talent that Notre Dame's got to incorporate in here, it, there's a lot of uncertainties in this matchup from both sides. So that being said, I'm going to take the Fighting Irish to win up there in Dublin, but I think Navy's going to keep it within the 21. I mean, you're asking Notre Dame to win this game by more than three scores. I just don't know. I mean, they got the talent to do so, but trying to incorporate that in and a very sneaky mat at the team and Navy there. I'm going to take the midshipman plus the 21. I'm going to take the Irish to win, but give me Navy plus the 21 in game number one on Saturday. Game number two on the CBS Sports Network at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. It's UTEP taking on Jacksonville State. And this is a team in Jacksonville State with head coach Rich Rodriguez that's going to be making its FBS college football debut. Uh, but the success and the talent with the Gamecocks, they are loaded throughout their program. You know, a team doesn't move from FCS to FBS for no reason. And the Gamecocks were a dominant team at the FCS level, and they have a tremendous coach there in Rich Rodriguez. Rodriguez is tremendous in getting in getting his players in open spaces. I think he's going to make this happen by throwing quick passes with quarterback Zion Webb. They also have one of the best offensive lines coming into the season in Conference USA. Now, UTEP, they are built to stop the run. But this is the F, this is an FBS debut for Jacksonville State. They are home, and I like the Gamecocks here to come out with a bang in their in their FBS debut. So give me uh, Jacksonville State plus the one in game number two, and game number three, a matchup of one of the stronger Group of Five versus Group of Five matchups of the year, seven p.m. Eastern on FS1. It's Ohio taking on San Diego State with the Aztecs laying two and a half points, and when you look at this matchup. The Aztecs, it's a must-win game from at home. Yeah, you don't usually say that about a Week 0 game, but I think it is. You know, Aztecs cannot allow Ohio to beat them in the opener, and I think we're going to see a very physical matchup in this one. Uh, they are physical in the trenches. They have a talented, skilled group led by quarterback Jalen Maiden. Maiden's got to make some strong plays, though, with his arms and his legs, but if he keeps the sticks moving, uh, San Diego State's going to win this one. Uh, you know, Ohio's got a tremendous offense behind quarterback Curtis Rourke, yet I think the physicality of the Aztecs is going to be too much for the Bobcats to handle here in Week Zero. Ohio's defense will be the team's Achilles' heel, I believe, this year, as they've lost a lot of their starters up front. Inexperience also never a good thing to have against a tough Aztecs team. So, give me the Aztecs laying the two and a half in their home in their season opener in Game Number Three. So, going with two dogs and a favorite to start here in Week Zero. I'm going to take the Navy midshipmen plus the 21 against the Fighting Irish. I'm going to take the Jacksonville State Gamecocks in their FBS debut plus the one against UTEP. And I'm going to take the San Diego State Aztecs laying the two and a half at home against Ohio in what should be one of the stronger group of five matchups of the year. And that's how we get it going for week zero in college football. For more, you can like us on please like us on Facebook and Twitter at Game on ETB. You can follow me on Twitter at Montebano and Y. 
Check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash ETB Network. If you like our Monty Moments, please do leave us a like. If you're new, welcome aboard. Please hit that subscribe button. And, of course, now more than ever, have your notifications set so you never miss another Monty Moment or any of our great programming here on the Empty the Bench Podcast Network. Also, check us out at etbpodcast.com for great blog posts from all of our ETB contributors. And if you're on the go, you can listen to us on your favorite audio platform, uh, your favorite audio uh, only podcast platform, whether that's Apple, Spotify, whatever you get your favorite podcast, check us out there. And of course, like I said, have your notifications set because next week is going to be a busy week for us here as well. Not only are we going to do our Monty moments, we've got a two-part NFL preview coming out next week as well. So check our social media accounts, check our YouTube pan- uh, channel, and we will give you updates on all of that. So college football is back. Our picks are back. It's great to be back with you all. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the first Saturday of college football, and I'll see you next week. I'm Johnny Montabano.